0: to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and thanks for being here. Yeah, so I had no shows, no shows last weekend, which is, uh, which is highly unusual, and, uh, had a lot going on, man, and, uh, uh it's nice to take a little break from your, whatever your normal life is. You know, mine is constant, uh, annoyance and thinking about stupid, funny ideas that usually end up going nowhere, and, um, that can be exhausting. So instead, uh, I I took a trip down to Frankfort, Kentucky and uh, hit the Bourbon Trail with some uh, good friends of mine from high school, man, my best friends. And I don't get to see them that often anymore because, you know, we're all getting older and uh, going out, doing our own lives and shit. It was a lot of fun and it was a great trip, man. It was my first time spending time in Frankfort, which is an interesting town. It's a little small town. Uh, I've been, I've really only ever been to Louisville, which is also cool, but uh, we went down there pretty much solely to drink bourbon, you know, did the whole bourbon trail thing, which was kind of interesting. Um, I love this trip though. I love taking this trip because it was so affordable. It wasn't very expensive at all. And which is good because that's my ideal trip, man. I'm broke. Okay. I'm trying to have fun with the least amount of money I can. You know what I'm saying? So I drove down separately because I came from Chicago. My friends came from Detroit. So we met in Frankfurt and (laughs) on the way down, I got so hungry and I bought I bought a bag of pistachios without the shells. Yeah. Cause, uh, I'm, I'm driving a car. I don't want to have to open. I don't have to peel the shell of a pistachio. Are you kidding me? Do you know who I am? I'm not peeling the shell of a pistachio. I bought how, like how privileged is that? We have, we not, which means, and I, and I fell for it too. I was like, Oh, without the shell, without all that work, I was that lazy that I bought a bag of pistachios without the shell. They were like three more dollars than regular pistachios. And I was like, you know what? I'm driving. I don't want to, I don't want to work. You know, I don't want to, you know, I want two hands on the wheel, man. Just drink them from the bag. Like a huge piece of shit. I think it just comes down to me being lazy. Because also we had a two bedroom Airbnb, three beds, four guys. So somebody took the couch but the thing about it is the couch just, the couch pulled out, but I didn't, I didn't use the bed. I I just laid on the couch and passed out all because I was too lazy. You know, like my, my whole thought process that night, that first night was like, yeah, I'm just going to have to put all this away tomorrow. And that's sad. That's definitely not like good. You know, that's, that's what, that's my thought process on life. That's my, was my way of convincing myself to just sleep on the couch. I was like, no, you know what? I'm just gonna have to put all this shit away tomorrow. I don't want to have to deal with it. But I'll tell you what, man, Frankfort, Kentucky. I love you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your hospitality and great bourbon, by the way. So if you're ever down there, make sure you check it out. Uh, you won't regret it. You'll have a good time. And even if you don't, and even if you don't drink bourbon, uh, you should still go and force yourself to drink bourbon because it's, it's it'll it'll grow on you. And if you ever go, might I suggest you stay in an Airbnb on a kind of uh, on a somewhat sketchy street that uh is across the street from what looked like a group home maybe like you know just a lot of characters outside walking around, you know? Like when I pulled in, I drive a I drive a truck like a similar to a Ford Ranger, right? So if you can picture that. And as I pull in, I see two people pushing a very, very large woman in a wheelchair, which, you know, that's cool. People got to get somewhere. That's fine. But this woman in the wheelchair is waving to me and pointing to her back. And I was like, oh boy, it's going to be one of these, it's going to be one of these weeks, you know? So, so I kept driving, checked into the Airbnb, right? We went out, got dinner, came back. That same woman was in the back of another person's pickup truck, which Tells me that she was trying to bum a ride from me, which was de- a definite first for me is trying to be, is being hitchhiked or seeing a hitchhiker in a wheelchair who also, you have two people pushing you. Sure. You'll get there faster if you're in the bed of a truck, but, uh, I'm sure she made it to her destination, <laughs> but I just love like, what what was all that about? Like, did, did that guy know her? Did that other guy know her? Like, did she just ask another stranger to do it? And that guy was just really nice. I have so many questions for that woman, but I didn't have a chance to ask because I, I hit the bourbon trail and I hit it hard. A lot of cool things about Frankfurt. One thing is my buddy Matt Holt, who I've uh, mentioned on the show in the past, lives down there. He actually works for a comedy production company. They do a lot of comedy records and uh, albums and stuff like that, and and podcasts and things like that. And they're based out of Frankfurt. um, Which who would have thought that? Frankfurt would be a great town for a comedy record label, a comedy production company. But they're doing a great job. I got to check out their office. They uh, they have a huge studio set up. It's pretty awesome. So they're doing some cool things. So if you guys aren't familiar, definitely check it out. They have a lot of great comedy records out there that you can listen to and download, stream, and buy, and uh, support some some funny comics. But I got to see those guys, which was always cool. And Matt's a good buddy. You know, he's lived down there for about a year and a half or so, and... Of course, I had to tell him I wasn't going to I mean, you don't go to a small town if you know somebody and not hit them up. Right. So uh, I called him on my way down, stopped by the office and checked out the place. And uh, he ended up coming out with me and my friends after he got off. We had a great time. You know, uh, the thing about being in Kentucky, especially if you're doing like a bourbon trail trip. uh, (laughs) Matt knows a lot about bourbon more than me and my friends. So, of course, I'm going to invite him out. He's going to tell me where the good spots are, where to eat, where to drink what type of bourbon to get, things like that. I uh, got a little drunk. We we drank quite a bit of bourbon <laughs> at this place called Bourbon on Main, which was pretty awesome, great food. But while we're out, he's telling us about this bar down the street called the Brick Alley. And it's just a dive bar, you know. And then the thing about the Brick Alley is it seems like the type of venue that I've performed at, and Matt as well. So when we when I walked in, I was like, dude, I feel like I've done a hundred one nighters here, you know. I felt almost right at home and definitely a lot of sketchy people. You know, it was definitely the, uh, the dive bar in town. You know, it's the after hours place. Everybody goes there when the normal restaurants and bars close. So we ended up going there about like midnight or so. I don't, I I don't even know. I can't remember what time it was. It was late though. It was, uh, it was interesting. There was a moment too. There was a moment where I was the only one at our table. Like everybody had gotten up, Matt went to get a beer. Somebody went to the bathroom and it was just me. It was just me at the table and uh, out of nowhere, this guy sits down and I don't want to say homeless, but definitely that kind of vibe, you know, like he's definitely greasy, probably hasn't showered in a while. He was nice. I mean, he was, you know, he didn't bother me. He didn't bother me at all, but he just sat down at the table. He's the type of guy that thinks that's an appropriate move to just sit down at somebody's table and start talking to him. And I wasn't even paying attention. He just sits down and I look up I go, oh, hey man. He goes, hey, my name's James. I was like, hey, James, how's it going? You know, like, what? What's going on right now? And earlier in the night, we had noticed this woman out on the dance floor that was uh, in this crazy outfit, wearing a cowboy hat, all white suit. So James sits down and he goes, hey, man, my name's James. You see that person in the cowboy hat? I said, yeah. He goes, you think that's a girl? I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Didn't really think about it that much. And he goes, "Well, if I go try to dance with her, will you buy me a beer?" I was like, "Yeah, James, I'm not buying you a beer, man." And I actually said that to him, which and and he just laughed. And uh it was one of those things where I'm like, "Do you like? Are you, is this like a sting? Are you trying to get me to do something weird?" I I don't know. He definitely gave me it was a definitely got a weird vibe from James. So James from frankfurt Kentucky, if you're listening to this, uh, you're weird. Definitely weird. You know, you can't just sit down at a table and start asking people what they think uh, the gender of somebody on the dance floor is. You know, it's kind of rude, but also kind of hilarious. So thanks for that experience, James. We stayed in an Airbnb together, me and uh, three other people. When we got to town, it's like, oh, man, this isn't really like, I mean, it's a it's somewhat of a destination. You know, there's definitely a market for tourism. You know what I mean? Like there's people are visiting there to do the whole bourbon trail thing and it's just a small town, so public transportation, almost non existent. You can't just drink and drive. You know, I mean when you go on a trip just to drink bourbon, it's probably not a good idea to drive anywhere. So before we went out, I was like, Man, we should see if we can get like a lift or an Uber. So we actually got a lift ride to downtown Frankfurt and on the way there the driver we had was he was an interesting guy. He was definitely he, was, he would have been like James's cousin, you know, if that makes sense. Probably was. Actually, it might have even been James at this point. I don't really I don't really remember much of what they were both like or what they both looked like. But on the way there, we're like, man, it's it's pretty hard to get an Uber around here, isn't it? And he goes, Yeah, he goes, Definitely, uh it was one of those situations where we probably should have exchanged numbers with the guy just to have a ride back because it was definitely like a two mile walk in the pouring rain. If, uh, we weren't to get an uh, Uber home, but we said, screw it. We're going to chance it. We go out, we end up closing down the brick alley with, uh, Matt and, uh, some of the staff from the bourbon on Maine were there. So when it came time to head back to the Airbnb, we were like, man, we should probably try and catch a lift before it gets too late because, you know, we are in Frankfurt. I don't know how many late night Uber drivers there are. And, uh, When we checked, there were like two, but they were like a half hour away. So we order one and almost immediately after we confirm the ride, the driver calls and says, um, Hey, this is your Lyft driver. Are you guys sure you're going to need a ride? And we're like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I mean, we did ask for one, you know, we are at a bar. We're definitely going to need it at this point we're pretty uh, drunk as well. So it's, you know, it's definitely, um, it's definitely needed. And he goes, okay, just making sure before I drive in 25 minutes, you know, so this guy had to drive 25 minutes to get us just to drive us like two miles. But in our defense, the weather was absolutely terrible. So, you know, we're not going to walk in that shit. Are you kidding me? Pretty much a lifesaver, man. Lyft and Uber have saved so many lives. I mean, I would imagine. So I haven't seen any numbers or anything, but we got to visit uh, a few distilleries. If you're into bourbon, if you're listening to this and you're into bourbon, definitely make, uh, make plans to go down there because you can go down there for not too expensive either. I think it costs us, uh, we stayed what, like three nights in an Airbnb, two nights in an Airbnb. It was like mm, 60 bucks a person, which is, uh. Crazy affordable, and then uh, you just go around and drink bourbon. A few of uh, a few highlights from the trip: uh, Buffalo Trace, an amazing distillery. Holy crap, the oldest in the country, 1700s. Man, you learn a lot about bourbon. We took a couple tours. The tours are f- were free at Buffalo Trace, so we hop on one of these tours. You learn how bourbon's made, which is fascinating because I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's time consuming. Cause you basically make the shit and let it sit there for 10 years or more. That's crazy. At one point he was saying that, uh, the stuff that was like, basically the stuff that was being put into barrels the day we were there wouldn't be ready to open un- for 25 years. What the hell? Like i feeling that barrel is going to be like retired by the time it's ready to drink. That's crazy to me. There's so much history involved with these places too, which is kind of cool like to think like prohibition was a thing but like for alcohol which the you know the way our country is with weed right now it's basically prohibition it's the exact same thing which leads me to believe that one day when weed's legal uh, across the board there're going to be people doing greenhouse tours the same way people go to the bourbon the bourbon trail you know like people are going to be like oh uh, I want to see how this shit's made oh and then we can sample the shit and then uh buy a bunch of like and then they'll have like they'll have certain strains that are only available to a certain tour. It's so funny to think about that though. Like that one day weed's going to be the way bourbon is in some in some fashion because there will be dispensaries that are shut down because of certain laws that come into effect and then uh some places will somehow survive that prohibition and then still be making so they'll be like this is the oldest distillery in the country and I and I would imagine that's like Somewhere in, like, Washington or uh, Colorado or something. But, I don't know, man. I think it'd be funny to take a weed trip. You know? You know how there's wine wine country or wine trip, whatever that movie is? But the same thing, but for weed. I mean, we're basically at that point with weed where it's just craft weed, you know? But that's the ideal vacation for me. That's, you know, just drive somewhere, check out the food and booze, and that's that's where it's at. That's my ideal vacation. If I could somehow get somebody to give me a TV show where I drive around the country and eat and drink. Uh, But I don't drink and drive. But if I somehow travel around the country and eat and drink, oh, I would love to do that. So if any of you know anybody, let me know. Yeah, so all in all, man, this place, uh, this trip was pretty fun, man. It's one of those, got to hang out with some old pals, drink some bourbon, eat some good food. Another great restaurant down there, by the way, called The Stave. It is so funny how the local economy is just so dependent on bourbon and the tourism. All the furniture just made from old barrels. That's that's all it is. It's a, it's like everybody's like, wow, well, you know, we got like 20,000 barrels. What do we do with them? So everybody's got an end table made out of a bourbon barrel. Uh, and it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's definitely got like a, it's got a nice vibe. The old bourbon trail. I, I like it. But yeah, I got to, we checked out Buffalo Trace, Woodford Reserve, Wild Turkey, uh, a bunch of them. It's, it was just, it was so much fun. Uh, and the kicker, the, the best part is, <laughs> uh, the last night we were there, we kind of just made dinner and, and hung out. And the guy from the comedy label sends me a text message and just says, hey, you guys uh, weren't, weren't over at the Brick Alley tonight, were you? And I said, no, why? And he goes, well, someone got stabbed there tonight, so don't go there. I was like, what? That just happens? So we really dodged a bullet or or a knife on that one. And uh, uh, come to find out, this guy uh, is like a local, just like a local nut job kind of thing. Like a local crazy person. You know, everybody, everybody, every town's got one. And apparently got into it with the bartender and she grabbed his arm, kicked him out. And he kind of broke a bottle and, you know, kind of went crazy. He left, came back with a knife and attacked her. I don't think he quite, like, I don't think he hurt her. Like I don't think he really hurt her though, which thank God, but like Jesus Christ, man. Also, this is a town where everybody knows you. How dumb are you? I'm, I would never, I don't think I'd ever commit a crime. I, I you know, I think I'm a pretty good person. I don't think i would ever, I would ever be driven to stab somebody, but you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm not doing it in the town where like, oh yeah, that was, that was Chuck. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he owns the, the barber shop. You, you know, he's just, there's witnesses everywhere. You can't just be like, anybody see who that was? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Chuck. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you got like 40 witnesses and they all know your fucking name. It'd be crazy if you knew how many times like you almost got, like you almost died or almost got hurt or something, you know, something bad almost happened to you. Cause not, I don't mean just like car accidents, but like what? Like, I can't imagine, like, I wonder how many times I, like, if I had left the house 10 minutes sooner, I would have been caught in the line of fire somewhere or something. I don't know. Is that weird to think about, like, how many times you almost died? Like, just, you know, sitting on the train next to a crazy guy who, you know, right after you got off, he he started stabbing people or something. Something violent. Maybe I'm the only one that thinks about that. But, oh, while I'm at it, too, it would be kind of cool to find out how many pictures there are of you that you don't know about. And by that, I mean, I feel like I'm the type of person in public, when people see me, they take discreet Snapchats of me and send them to their friends and make fun of me. I don't think that's an insecurity thing. I think that's just a, a realistic thing because I just look like a fucking weirdo. I just look like a weirdo sometimes, you know? So I would love to somehow access all of those photos and videos of just me walking down the street, not realizing my shoes untied, or I have toilet paper on my shoe, or, or whatever it is, I think that would be hilarious. So yeah, so there you go. Uh, if you guys ever go down to Frankfurt, Kentucky, which I would highly recommend, to spend, you know, get a few friends together, you know, all go in on a trip together. It's not that expensive, and if you're in the Midwest, it's only a few hours away. That's it. So so make it happen, man. Go down there, drink some bourbon, eat some good food. Yeah, you'll enjoy yourself so thank you so much for listening if you guys haven't had a chance yet head on over to itunes apple Podcasts, all that stuff stitcher radio iHeartRadio, spotify uh all of them just go to all of them hit subscribe listen on all of them i'm really trying to grow the show so if you guys don't mind listening to it telling your friends about it hopefully you're enjoying it and uh if you want to come see me live hit me up i'm on instagram at nate comedy at one story Ask me any questions. Tell me any stories you got. Have you ever been to the Bourbon Trail? Let me know. I'd love to hear what you thought. Have you ever met James? Have you ever been to the Brick Alley? Good Christ! If you have, let me know because that place—that's not the first time somebody's been stabbed there. You know what I mean? So definitely let me know if you've uh, ever been ever been down there. Just say what's up. You know, you can email me at onecrazystory@gmail.com. At I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate your listening and I'll talk to you next week.